in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e Let's Play podcast. I am your DM and Alex. (laughs) What is this? What's the... I don't know where I was. Uh, Start over. I can tell you. Start over. Start over. Listen, listen, listen. You (laughs) left off at I am your DM and Alex. (laughs) (laughs) I am your DM and Alex. Uh, To my right, I have. Uh, Dash as Thrakus. Bentley as Raffiri in Nightmeadow. Red as Ephraim. Oh, Scory as your Caleb. <laughs> and Milo as Ball. And last we left our adventurers, they had just been serenaded at the Spider Tavern. Uh, and soon to come onto the stage is Adrian <laughs> Bard. Let the adventure begin. Stop. <laughs> it's not funny this is how you get him to do shit like that more often (laughs) don't encourage him no i'm kidding (laughs) it was so yeah uh last last we we left off the the wolves were howling um you know summoned by by scory telbrun the the druid who's howled down into the night the The local band of uh wolves that kind of patrol around this city and and act as a a protective force join in filling this uh tavern uh the spider's tavern with uh the howls of the wolves the lights go down these flickering lights go down a figure comes out to the stage and the lights begin kind of swirling around them these amber and yellow lights uh, slowly fill the stage and kind of lit light only the the stage as Adrian comes out with um, his stringed instrument uh, and begins kind of slowly playing just a few few little notes and kind of you know just calms the crowd a little bit and says all right patrons tonight I tell you the tale of the mighty wolves pack and the howls of the wolves go again and kind of fill the area. Seems to be some kind of magic emanating from uh, Adrian, not an enchantment magic to try and convince anyone of his uh, charm, but just to bolster the sounds he makes. Says, we all know the winners of of the tournament are with us today but how did they get there how did they achieve such feats through determination strength cooperation willpower nay all of these things combined and more and he begins to sing the tale of the wolf pack how you all came from these varying uh, places an ex-soldier a um you know, a, a shadow-cloaked uh, halfling, a 
robotic war forged um professor? tinkerer professor uh and the local noble zephyrus lord magnus um how he brought all these people together with with the the knowledge and know-how of the seer who looked into the future to see what paths of fate might intertwine and and lay the bounty onto Usama. Uh, he just goes on just embellishing, you know, every detail you did. There are some things in, in the his telling of the, the tale that are are what you guys did, but you know, turned up to eleven. You guys were the heroes of heroes. Um, and goes for for yeah a, a good you know ten minutes telling the the tale as he plucks away at his his instrument um, you know kind of gaining. I do a Chuck's kata behind tempo him. And, what's that? I do a Chuck's kata behind him. <laughs> you get down there and start start performing. Yeah, like I'm, I'm doing like a kata, like and I'm yeah I'm getting into it. All right. Yeah, he's he kind of like as as he's telling, you know, the story of, of Riff as well, you know, sneaking into the shadows. He does. He makes it seem like he doesn't even see you as you kind of stealth around and do these like it's a performance art piece uh, that he begins to, to you know, to sing about. Um, and he ends with with this, you know, rousing speech about how uh, the wolf pack will fend the, defend the honor of Turalin and Usama against the elves of Galandior. I end in a splits and go wolf balls, and I'm <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and he he tries to to gather the crowd uh, to um, support you all in the coming days. That they that you need their strength to be able to to go forward. And the crowd just goes wild, clapping and just oh yeah woo. Um, Throwing throwing coins up onto the uh, onto the stage, uh, you know a, a number of them, uh, you know, kind of turn up to you, and some of the lights kind of move over to you, and they they cheer for you. The group that was drinking in the corner, you know, a couple of them raise their glasses, and one or two of them fall over. Um, <laughs> I try to get a chant started that says "Wolf Pack, Wolf, wolf pack, pack, Wolf Balls, Wolf Balls, Wolf Pack." Well, Pat. We, and yeah, Adrian, Adrian kind of builds we, it up too, and starts starts kind of keep getting the tempo with his song, and girl, and yeah, wolf you. Pack. He, I, he spends a good amount of time just just showing off what it is you all did. I like to swing my axe above my head. All right, give me a performance check carefully. I hope. Uh, well, I'm pretty drunk, so yeah, that doesn't sound mm-hmm. <laughs> like what you would do uh three three uh you you don't hurt anyone i mean everyone around you knows to you know stay away if if you're doing something um and yeah you've kind of got your axe and you're like kind of holding it you drop it and you have to pick it up a little bit um but people are still they're into it you you've got a big axe and you're a big dude and they're you know they they they, (laughs) they've got their drinks just swinging uh, it around you know raised up to you um isn't it made I, out of bone too yeah big bone it's a giant bone i got a giant bone here. <laughs> um at this point i would say the two young gals that ball was talking to have kind of like come up the stairs and see you kind of fumbling with the axe and are, are a bit scared 
and and just kind of slowly make their way back down. They're like, maybe we shouldn't go up there. No, no, they seem busy. And they just turn and kind of go back downstairs and have their drinks downstairs. Um, but after after you know a few moments, the the performance ends. Uh, Adrian looks at everyone and says, "Thank you, thank you. Uh, please make sure and tip everyone well. Uh, I will be here for the rest of the week, and I do hope I'll see you all at Cord's Coliseum." And everyone cheers. I'd like to lock eyes with him and and raise a glass to him as he walks off stage. And yeah, he gives you a knowing a knowing nod as he the you know steps back through the the curtains. All right, what do you guys um, want to do? After the ladies leave, um, I'll go ahead and pull out my little vase and start tinkering inside of it uh, to make it detect magic just in the area. Or okay. mostly waiting until uh, uh, what's his name, Adrian, comes back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. So yeah, it, it takes a little bit before he begins heading back. Um, do, do, do. You notice at the end of his his performance, um, uh, the lady gets up and leaves, escorted by uh, the guard. Um, looks like she was just there for the performance. Well, she sat in the baller section, so. <laughs> What's that? She sat in the baller section. She's allowed to come and that's go right. as she pleases. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and there's like a ballers. private door in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I thought you were doing. I thought you were doing the baller <laughs> section. Oh, that would have been good, but I suck. I <laughs> uh, should have just taken credit for it. That is what I was saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hallmark uh, of any good comedian. Uh, ten minutes or so pass and and Adrian comes back up. And and just looks, you know, uh, all all in a huff, uh, not a huff. Uh, it, it looks a little flustered, I would say. Um, was he plucking an instrument while he was playing? Or yeah, he had an instrument he was playing. Gotcha. Yep. Um, he says, um, "Yes, uh, thank you so much for for attending the performance. I um, I have some other matters to attend to. Uh, if I should meet with you." soon um the day of the tournament for sure but uh you said i could be invited to your estate mr magnus perhaps tomorrow night absolutely i will have my manservant dressed in his finest clothes waiting at the front door all morning until you arrive there even if it's in the evening he will wait there out already oh i don't mean to impose but if he is there waiting for me i will uh, gladly i do love a good manservant <laughs> <laughs> but of okay. course the the invitation is day or night master adrian you come as you please I have a question. Uh, Scory doesn't care, but Caleb wants to know, does he leave out the same door that uh, the lady leaves out of? Like, that's the business he needs to tend to? Um, It's not the same door, no. It looks like the the door he had. It wouldn't have been the one he went out. Is that the vibe? It was the one kind of closest to you. Is that the vibe? Give me an insight check. You'd have to roll insight, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let the DM tell me to do that, okay? Yeah, no, it's I'm the I'm the DM for this game. Yeah. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Burn. Uh, 14. 14. Cause if she's there just to see him, 
She's a patron. She pays money for him to play. I'm thinking maybe this this Pierre and her aren't necessarily as uh, exclusive heavy as she would like. You can Um, never trust a Pierre. You don't know if it's if it's the lady that 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 his business might be with, but it is something in that vein where he's he's off to to see someone to gallivant. I understand. Yeah, he's out to gallivant. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say with that inside check. I love well, that maybe word. after wowing him with dinner tomorrow night, he might take upon himself inviting me to his gallivanting. Ooh, sexy results. Um, uh, before he leaves, does anything pop off for my detect magic for him? So yeah, um, the kind of the the magical or the uh, um, the, mu- the musical instrument he uses uh, is magical. It's uh, um, I would imagine not enchantment, probably transmutation. Okay. Um, and he himself has some sort of enchantment on him. Um, mm, most likely some sort of like glamour to change his physical appearance. Cool. And um, I think it probably would have went off before, but is there anything that comes off of uh, the coat that Zephyrus is wearing? Uh, the coat that Zephyrus is wearing? No, huh? There's no no innate magic on that. <laughs> Just wanted to double check. Real bummer. Yeah, yeah. That's a real bummer. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you could like attune to it. And I like, was hoping the same thing. I meant to ask you in the metagame minute, but we talked too much about Led Zeppelin, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, I I will see you uh, shortly, my newfound friends. Make sure and uh, keep your reputation high. And if you need to do any dirty dealings, make sure they're done in the shadows. Okay? Uh, and he bids you adieu and exits out uh, one of the kind of employee doors. Am I rather mistaken in thinking that this town... Uh, has a weird obsession with keeping their streets clean. A I, Wolfpack. I had not. It's like a nice town. Like I, I, I mean, wouldn't you want like a nice town? Uh, so, like, when you clean. invite people to like come see you at your fucking awesome castle, Chateau de Magnus, it, they they like go through like a nice town rather than like a shitty town, and then they get to your place. Riff, I did not mean literally the streets being clean. I was talking rather about their dealings. He said, keep your illicit dealings in the shadows. I love the shadows. It maybe just means that they're they're really filth. They like clean on the surface, filth inside. (laughs) Thinking's hard right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Wolf, uh, go ahead and give me a constitution check uh, or a saving throw. You've you've been drinking for for quite a bit. You're Eleven now. Eleven. Uh, you're doing okay. Yeah, I would say you, you keep the same levels. Nice. You don't get any more nice. sober, but no more drunk. Oh, perfect. I. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're right now. Wave. And he knows when he gets like this, he always asks for my pipe. <laughs> like we're standing around, and he's just like, "Yo, can I get a hit on that? Trying to hit on that." <laughs> I, I lost mine. Mr. Wolf, <laughs> you may always have a puff of the shadow smoke. Oh, nice. I'm going to take a hit of his pipe. We got that shadow dank over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you start feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. We should start calling nice. it salad, given our earlier conversation. Oh, yeah. There you go. Iceberg lettuce for you there, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do? You're in a tavern. 
Um, seems like people are still still having a good time here. Uh, the the group that was having the drinking game seems to be uh, kind of petering off, but um, the merchant that's across from you seems to be doing a bit more business. Um, there's some more people dancing on the floor. Um, what, what kind of merchant? It's tough to say. Um, it's you know kind of from from across they seem like they they are some sort of business person you know can, they, can i get closer and listen in to see the business dealings and see what kind of yeah give me a perception check yep. 15 um yeah you spend a few minutes you know you kind of break away while while everyone's at the table and and spend a few minutes uh listening in um just from you know kind of leaning on a post you're fairly unassuming um you listen in this is somebody from the assignment office uh is who this is and they are they're talking with uh, some people about how to divvy up the the contracts that they have um that have been coming in sounds like there's been a lot of work that's coming in and they are uh, they almost don't have enough people to to take care of everything, and they're trying to figure out how best to divvy up all of the assignments. What what kind of assignments are they talking about? Like, is it monster hunter kind of stuff, or is it something else? Um, the details you get aren't very specific. Uh, most of them have to do with the South, uh, this the new opening up of the Mage's Wastelands, um, scouting reports, uh, things like that. Just in investigations um, in general. Okay. Um, I I want to. Hmm, do I know if any of you are from the s- southern regions, in particular? I think I you know so. where we all are from, and we're yeah. not from that area. No. I think at this you're point, the, yeah, you're the most. You're the one closest, most closely associated with that that area. Okay. And is there any any um, place names that I recognize? being dropped no uh-uh it's um further south well no it's part of the the mage's wastes which um from from what you know uh you know has has was was the place um associated, associated with the war the place where the the war happened but before that it was the place where the mages held control um if you tried to go into that region you got turned around and kind of just sent back your own way through some sort of illusion, uh, e- trickery. Even uh, even my group and yeah yeah. Okay, basically you knew to stay away from that area, and okay. so that's why not much is known about it. I see an opportunity, um, and I'm curious about this area, potentially kind of uh, maybe cashing in on something that uh, people I used to serve alongside may not have an opportunity to cash in on. So I want to I want to lean in and say um, uh, what's what's your most difficult contract? I'll take it. All right, give me a persuasion <laughs> check as you as you kind of you know she proceed from it. the shadows, uh, letting them know you've been listening in this whole time. That's my bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I want to take a picture of this. Dude, what you guys don't know is I've been texting Bailey for like the last five minutes. I go, oh, should, come on now. I was like, you should jump in there and be like, Rhett, button your fucking shirt. You're disappointing the family. And then she just yelled at him and he popped his shirt. Uh, I thought she just saw me through the door or whatever. Yeah, I noticed that you're <laughs> up to the top. That's wonderful. 
Uh, I got a natural 20, by the way. <laughs> she propositioned oh, that you're not wearing pants, nice. though. Um, what's the total? Um, what was it again? In pers- or- uh, persuasion. Uh, 19. But it's a natural 19. 20. Okay. <laughs> it's a natural 20. I just want to know, you know, kind of what, what way the wind is blowing, uh, as it were. My um, one. <laughs> Uh, the the merchant kind of looks at you and covers some of the papers that they're they're holding and says, "Well, um, that depends. What are your skills? Is it just you?" I say, uh, "It's not just me." And without looking, I move the papers that he covered up, or you know, that he shuffled on top of other papers. Mm-hmm. I move them aside, and without looking, I just look them straight in the eye. I say, "I've got others, and I want that one." And I just put my finger down on whatever contract was there that he covered up. I, I have no idea what it is. He, you know, pulls it out from underneath you, looks at it, hands it over to you. He says, you finish this. Then we split the money half and half. How much time do I have? As much time as you need. These contracts don't have an expiration date on them. But the quicker you do it, the more money you get. The more money we get. Seventy-five twenty-five. It's a deal. Ooh. He kind of looks over his associate, looks at you, and he says, "No, I don't think you understand. We control the work here. You want to work for us? It's fifty-fifty. We think that's pretty fair." You don't know this area, right? No one knows the area. It's the mage's wastelands. No one's been there. It's it's a brand new, exciting world. Exactly. So I, I know as much as you know. So that's uh, why I, I reach over. I reach over. I pull him up by the collar closer towards me. And I say, why aren't you going there then? If you're not going to go there, seventy-five twenty-five. He pushes I, oh, you. He, he's going to push you off of him and kind of as you do that, and stands up. And he says and kind of pats down his his you know fancy uh, uh, business suit. He says, "I help him." <laughs> he says, "You see, I control the assignments in this town. I control who works and who doesn't." So if you want to make money, you play by my rules. If you don't want to make money, then I can put you on the list. Uh, and he kind of he, he goes on like that. Um, if you want to try and intimidate him into giving you 75, 25, I need an intimidation check. He, you, you've persuaded him enough to have, you, have him give you this contract. Yeah. Um, but if you're trying to like you know, strong arm him into more money, and I I see that Scory grabbed this dude, right? Like if you're I'm, if you're paying attention to to Scory, are are you paying attention to Scory? I I mean I don't I mean I must have like turned and seen this at some point. Maybe not the exact moment you grabbed him, but I don't know. I can let yeah. you roll. I mean, yeah, it's it's still a ways away. It's a pretty big area, and you guys are opposite from each other, so. Um, so yeah, what's the intimidation check? Can 
Can I cast guidance on myself? You can, yeah. Can you kind of you take a moment to kind of say something. Um, yeah, you see me put my arms up in a certain pattern. Yeah, uh, and nobody knows it, but it means something. This is not good. This is really not good. <laughs> I know he needs. Hey, he rolls really good and then like shit. Yeah, is how it goes. Uh, So I rolled a natural one plus (laughs) one. Natural one plus one, so two. So yeah, yeah. Kind of as you're grabbing his collar, you you know you wait plus another one, so three. Oh shoot, three. Okay, yeah, Uh, yeah. You grab his collar. It's it's not with much strength. It's not with much you know um, you know chutzpah. It's (laughs) you. You seem you seem fairly fairly um, weak uh, to to this uh, merchant, and he he pushes the fifty fifty take on the contract. Uh, I kind of harumph. I don't say anything, and I just turn and walk away with the contract in my hand. Um, suggesting that I accept the terms. Good. Uh, but not happy about it, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. And uh, yeah, he kind of turns to his associate and says, well, we've gotten that taken care of. Now, now I ones. read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rhett, did you have a question? You were holding your pen. I was going to interject in that scene, but it's over. I don't, oh, I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as you as you're making your way back, you kind of unfurl the scroll and is what it is, and it goes over. Um, there's a number of notes made by some Usama scouts on uh, the location of um, some interesting uh, structure that was found in the wastes. Uh, the Usama Kingdom wants to know what's in that place. Um, basically, to fulfill the contract, you need to make a report uh, based on what is in this uh, structure. Um, it says to go to the outpost that's um, down there and talk to the commander, and they will supply you and give you any information you might need um, to make your way through the wastes. It says to check in with them first before going out gotcha i i, I want to approach that first and say uh it would seem with the war ending we've we've got some uh some uh uh possibilities for business as it were and i i show them the contract um but i say it's it's on the back burner as you can see here the due date is there is no due date not definitely yeah not existent. <laughs> yeah um, but so, but it does it, it does say on the contract um if it's completed within 30 days then the the reward is 500 gold okay do, do you see that zephyrus yes i do mr tailbrun so if there are things more important that we should take care of ahead of time like uh for instance maybe going to the crafters clan we can do that but uh we've got a, a a way to secure some funds if you need to to hold your estate in this town. Well, and if you would remember, Mister Tailbrun, the prize for winning in Cords Coliseum come two days hence is a contract to do with what we please. What does that mean? Do do with what we please? 
we can fulfill the contract down in the major's waste, or Mr. Wolf suggests that we could sell it and perhaps procure a backdoor arrangement that would lead to more gold lining the insides of our pockets. So we've got options, is what you're saying. We have plenty of options. Now, if you remember one other thing, Mr. Shelbrone, is that Mr. Mr. Competition was speaking about how it is, of course, the nobleman's responsibility upon in here in Turin to disseminate the contracts as they see fit. Ah, I understand. I'm seeing a stack of papers over there, Mr. Tilbrun. Is that uh, are those all contracts uh, concerning the ex- exploration of the mage's uh, wastes? I I believe so. Allow me to give you this one and uh, do with as you please, Mr. Tilbrun. If you'd be so kind as to go along with my rules, I do not wish to you any physical harm. However, if we are going to convince those folks over there. You're going to have to bend down here and let me pull your ear. (laughs) I understand, sir. I grab Mr. Telbrun by the ear and I march towards... Oh, you meant literally? Yeah. (laughs) Not like, not let me talk to you quietly. No, I mean, literally let me pull you over here as though I'm chastising a young child. I'm not sure I'm okay with that. (laughs) And, and, And then spank him. Yeah. I'm definitely okay with that, but the ear thing I'm not okay with. Mr. Selbert, if you walk quickly, I will not have to tug on it as much as you think. This is all for show. I do not wish you physical harm, nor do I wish to enrage you into personal combat. I'm bored. What what am I doing? Referian Night Meadow, you will stay there, and you will wait till your betters get to you. Now, we are conning these fine men out of their contracts over there. Uh, I I start putting away uh, my little vase thing, and I walk up next to Riff and just kind of stand there with her. (laughs) So what what what's the, what, what's going on here? I would You've like got... to begin a con that Mr. Telbrun <laughs> Mr. Telbrun was my man whom I sent to talk to this fine man who's presumably from the city's office in charge of uh, sending out these contracts mm-hmm. that he was supposed to acquire my fair share as the presiding owner of Chateau de Magnus of contracts to disseminate to my hirelings, my retainers, and uh, yourself and to whoever I see fit. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Wolf. That is what I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to do it more theatrically by hauling Mr. Telbrun over there and saying, Mr. Telbrun, now, what here is the problem? I sent you with a very specific task of acquiring my fair share of the contracts to disseminate as I see fit. Now, I hired you because you are a man of considerable stature, Mr. Telbrun. Now, tell me why it is that you are not successful in getting these contracts. And I put my finger down right on a stack of papers in front of this person. Not addressing this person. I'm addressing Mr. Telbrun, of course, because this is all part of the con. Right, right. So, yeah, the the merchant... um you know, you kind of stay, press some of the papers and he kind of pulls them close and starts kind of, you know, gathering things and say, what's, what is this? What's going on? I've, is this your, your servant? Is this your, your man? I have given him a contract. Are you, I, I put my fingers on his mouth and hush him. <laughs> and I say to Zephyrus, I say, listen here, you piece of shit. <laughs> me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I say, I did what you asked me to. It's this man that would not acquiesce. I demanded 75-25 like you asked, but he insisted on 50-50. 50-50, a fair offer. 
and I walked away with the contract no matter what, like you said. So don't you dare defame me. Mr. Telbrun, I see clearly now as sun through a rainstorm where our miscommunication <laughs> happened. I told you that you were supposed to procure 75% of the contracts as was discussed between myself and Lady Mira of Tyrolin. Now, I can see that that would be confusing. I, I must have misspoke. Uh, whatever arrangements you arrange for payment, I am happy to honor here, but I need to collect those contracts. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you said Mira was giving you these contracts. I'm sorry. She, she's the one that gave these contracts to me to disseminate as I see fit. I'm sorry. I gave your Mr. man here, uh, one of these contracts he chose. We've made a deal. If he chooses to break that, then that may mean you're choosing to break that, and I'll have to go to our lady to settle this dispute. It's called. I don't see what the problem is if you are Mr. wanting might, to work. Might I have your name, sir? I always know the names of the people whom I interact with, and you seem like a mighty fine, honorable, and forthwit uh, person. Yes, yes, I am Assignment Master Gordlock. You can find me if you need to discuss anything further in the assignment office. Master Gordlock, surely you saw me down there talking with Lady Mira shortly before Master Adrian's performance in the bar. Was Lady Mira here? I Master don't re ever recall seeing her here in this establishment. Master Gordlock, your feigned ignorance. A lady ignorance. such as her would never be caught in a place like this. Ah, uh, but she's a oh. fan of the wolf pack, you see. Uh, uh, Master Goldlock, I pick up what you're laying down. You're right. Mistress Mira would never hear. Of course yes. not. No, when I was talking to her privately back there at the castle of Tyrolin. I see. So we are on the same page. Absolutely. Here's, here's the deal. These contracts are not drying up, Mr. Mr. Magnus. Um... We are getting more every week. If you complete this contract for us, I will make sure more flow your direction. That puts me at a bit of a strange impasse here, you see, because, of course, uh, Mistress Mira told me that I was supposed to come and acquire several more contracts from you, or I was supposed to procure payment in advance for work here with uh, that is something I will have to discuss with our lady. Perhaps I can uh, roll a deception or something and try to press him, as though he'd be inconveniencing her. You, you can, you can give me, you can give me a deception check. Yeah. Okay. He's, <laughs> but he's he's like kind of starting to to gather his things. His his associate has, has stood up at this point. I'm gonna cast um, guidance on him if I can. okay guidance if if he can cast it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's a fairly easy one to cast. Not much better. Sixteen total. Sixteen. He says, as I was saying, I'm going to have to speak with our lady. Uh, perhaps you should make an appointment with my office, and we can discuss things further. Come on, we seem to be attracting more trouble than it's worth here. Master he Gordlock, you have my sincerest apologies for wasting your time. I know that it is as precious as gold around here. 
exactly. And they begin making their way out of the tavern. Gods be damned, Mr. Telbrun, you bungled that one up. What what exactly were you guys trying to do? You're trying to get contracts for contracts, more money for our for our house. Yeah. 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 Like try to get contracts to try to sell to other people. Then sell. I was I was thinking that we could then either sell them or use them to disseminate them for like favors to people. Uh, I was also thinking we could go into the the wastes and have like more than one contract fulfilled at once, more like economic value. I I was Um, thinking just we should get that whole stack and then we're set. Uh, how seriously, Alex, how seriously do they take like cord here in this city? And like how important is the arena events to um, the, the arena like, core of the is, pop, like popular opinion? Mm-hmm. The the arena is fairly new to the city. Um, but cord is a fairly prominent deity uh, that's worshipped by, you know, you'll find you'll find followers in any town in Usama. No, um, and uh, and especially for for towns like Turlin, the competitions that are held, the festivals that are held, and the people that you know um, are kind of famous because of those things are are held in higher regard. Yeah. Uh, okay. Would I have heard their kind of discussion, their argument? Uh, it, I would. I would imagine it was probably loud enough to hear. I, yeah. I was being pretty uh, spirited. Yeah, I want. I yeah, want to yeah. go over to. Uh, um, uh, Zephyrus, and I want to say, uh, you know, I was thinking if you wanted to negotiate further with that man, uh, it might be wise to use Cord as a bit of leverage. <laughs> Remember, Cord loves advantages. Remind him that if we are to become the tournament champions, Cord's champions, and it got out that he refused the services or the uh, hospitality. Uh, you get what I'm saying. Words are hard. <laughs> we were still a little drunk. We refused the champions of Cord that public opinion might not look favorably on one such as himself. Just Master a little bit of knowledge. Master Wolf, that is cold-blooded and shrewd negotiation. Master Gordlock, might I have your attention one more moment? Oh, he's, he's gone. They are, they are out of the tavern. Next time. Yeah. Yeah, no, they 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 made a hasty retreat. Next time, don't slur your words so much, there, Mister Wolf. We <laughs> might get them before I, they reach the door. I thought of that idea as soon as he stepped out. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, worth a shot. Ball and Riff, you guys are kind of alone over by uh, by yourselves on, on the table. Are you guys yeah. wanting to do anything? Um, I, I leave to I go to the to, library. When I walk up to Riff, I want to go ahead and pull out my clockwork fairy. Fairy, why is that such a hard word? Fay fly, and uh, have it buzz in in front of her face, and just kind of like sit there and burst light out, and just kind of wait and see how she reacts. So yeah, a little kind of brass and copper firefly bug is buzzing around you, Riff. I hit it with my chucks. Give me an attack roll. 16. 16? Uh, AC of 13. That hits. Roll some damage. Nine. <laughs> How many Max hit points damage. does it have? <laughs> nice. Uh, it has 10. 10. So yeah, you <laughs> smash this thing. Uh, you you kind of, you know, it's buzzing around and you just whip out those chucks and put them back real quick. Uh, and, and it just kind of like starts kind of 
you know, like a horse fly kind of flying around. <laughs> kind of no, dumb no, there. no. Oh, <laughs> rip, rip. Oh, that, that's my, and I like take it and I start like. Dude, that thing sucks. No, no, this is, this was a gift. This, this is a very, uh, it's very important to me. I was hoping to, to share it with you. Uh. And, and have a, a deep conversation about our pasts and our futures and how they intertwine together. But <laughs> dude, I'm going to, that's cool. I'm going to go to the library. See ya. This is boring as shit. I'm going to tinker on my clockwork fire. Faith all right. Fire. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you spend some time to, to start to start trying to repair it. I hop uh, off my stool and just start walking towards the library where I now right. have access. Yeah, so library is across Closed. town, uh, and it is it is fairly evening, uh, nighttime. That's fine. Um, I'll sit on takes, the steps. Yeah, uh, it probably takes you a good 15, 20 minutes to get over there. Okay. Um, I knock on the door and see if that old woman takes forever to get there. You knock on the door. Wait a moment. Yes, Hello. Hi, it's me. It's Rafarian Nightmare of the Shadow of the Silver oh, Song. Rafarian, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my, my, we just won a tournament. It was awesome. We kicked some ass. And oh, my parents, oh, God, everyone is so soon. fucking boring. So, I, can I come in and look at the stuff now? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. And she kind of closes the door. You hear some ruffling on the inside. Yeah, put your clothes on. Yeah, she opens the door back up. He says, uh, right this way. Uh, so late, young Rafirian. Sorry, they're so boring. They're all they're talking like adult stuff didn't... with contracts. And you know how it is. I just want to read my stuff. I see. What? Uh, yes, it's it's, Treasure much more, it's much less adult uh, here. Um, go ahead. Um, take a look at the books that you need. Uh, none of the assistants are here. So it's you have good. to find... The the books yourself. Yeah, that's um, fine. You got you guys got to do a de- decimal right upstairs. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You, you should be able to find your way around. Your credentials do check out. Um, so yeah, you have you have access to the library. Uh, doesn't look like anyone is is in the library. There's a couple of candles that are lit. Sound looks like they're always lit. Um, what do you want to do? I look up anything, you know, I just start with the basics and I just start looking up everything that they have on the treasure of Aether. Okay. Um, and yeah, you, you, there's some notes that you were following up on that, that kind of led you over to Usama. Um, and you open up your uncle's journal. Yeah. You you open up your uncle's journal and start kind of going through them. Um, you do remember, uh, you had, had kind of mapped out a place where you thought you wanted to investigate, it was some old temple to to a god that you you couldn't find the name of, mm-hmm. um, but it appeared to be in the ma- the mage's wastes. Kind of kind of putting two and two, two together now, looks like that was where the location was. Mm. Um, now that the war's over, you might be able to access it. Okay, um, but do you have access to this this library now to mm-hmm. to get a little more information? on it uh go ahead and give me a investigation check and i would say advantage because you are in the library uh 19 19 yeah that's very good i got a 17 and an 8 but plus 2 so yeah 19 and 10 so yeah you spend 
probably two hours in the library mm-hmm. um going through books going through old records trying to find you know anything of worth you I, can. I put it in my shadow monk journal yeah you, yeah you kind of pick up on, on on some notes um this this temple though that you 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 think that might kind of hold the next key to your um kind of clue uh puzzle um is something referred to as the Sin Sinai. Uh, sin, and it's kind of like three words, Sin, Sen, I, A-I. Um, and it's not a any sort of deity you've heard before, but uh, that's the temple that you're looking for, is a temple to the Sin Sinai, and apparently is associated in some way with trees and secrets. Mm-hmm. And secrets. Secrets. Yeah. And secret trees. Secret trees. Secret trees. That's the podcast I'm gonna do. <laughs> secret trees. <laughs> about your grow at home weed business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little happy trees here. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to, to do at the at the library? Yeah, I mean, I'll just I'll research as long as it takes, like uh, uh, as much as they have on the treasure of Aether, and like you know, I'll I'll research you know uh, with Sense and I, uh, all that sort of like I'll research that area, like anything you know, whatever sort of mm-hmm. the rabbit hole takes me. I'm just like yeah, I, I realize that like adult stuff of like you know whatever backdoor dealing like parties aren't for me i'm 11 i don't give a shit like i'm like well i'm i've got a mission so yeah so you, you take advantage of the the library's resources and and are, are kind of going through the notes um the the temple and it being in the mages area and the sensei are are the big things that you get but you you do you know write more notes and more more notes down in your journal and excellent get a little bit further on your quest to kind of uncover what your uncle was trying to do and the ins and outs and intricacies of the secret of aether um and however long it's taken me like uh you know i don't know where my group is at but uh mm-hmm. i'm just gonna walk back to the house after after sure, i yeah. feel as though i've exhausted my stuff i just go back to chateau de magnus it's kind of funny because i figured we were all going to be drinking so much we'd stay at the, the tavern <laughs> hey, I, I want to eventually head back home too yeah i guess we probably and so should. yeah back at the bar um riff is left uh as is fairly common um what do you guys want to do uh, I'm repairing my uh, clockwork fairy fly. That and I'm kind of like at and I'm like, oh, it's so smushed. If if only there was some way to repair it faster. Um, <laughs> there is. Meta. I would like to walk over mm-hmm. and puffing on my sweet, sweet carved dragon pipe. And I say, well, Mr. Ball, it just so happens that you're in luck. And I place my hands on the broken pieces and cast mending. Thanks. 2d6. Is that a thing I can do? Just roll 2d6? Yeah, 2d6. It takes you can heal like it with a minute, 10 minutes yeah. to do. One minute. One minute. I rolled a 10. It's oh. fully healed. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the kind of like intricate winds energy kind of starts pushing all the little uh, gear work uh, pieces in place. And after a minute, the uh, little fey fly is able to buzz around. I say, Mr. Ball, you seem to care about that clockwork creature. Might have felt some uh, 
I hope you don't mind me saying that. I hope you be more careful with it there in the future. It's a ra- rather magnificent little <laughs> thing you have here. Well, yeah, I was uh, hoping <laughs> to phrase. use it to get uh, Riff's attention, but uh, didn't seem to interest her at all. Uh, she's she kind of left right away. It's kind of kind of hoping to talk to her about you know things, but. You're saying that Riff left after you brought out the Clockwork Firefly and was showing it off, and she was rather unimpressed, and she left. Just yeah, kind of suddenly. Uh, not Interesting. Sure <laughs> well, okay, there. I hope you don't break it in the future, but if you do, you call on old Uncle Zephyrus. <laughs> well, uh, that spell that you cast, uh, it, it seems to work really well on 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 this piece and. I believe it would work on Chain as well. If if he ever gets into any precarious situations, perhaps you could heal him as well. Well, of course, Mr. Ball, I'd be none too happy to do, all too happy to do that, rather. Uh, it would be my everlasting pleasure to help you in any way possible. So, yeah, um... Should I cast it right now on chain? down here? Um, are we going to stay the night here or head back to yours? Well, Mr. Telbrun has it in mind that we are walking back to the to the mansion here shortly. Uh, I'm hoping uh, if we all go, the dark would not prove to be too troublesome for the likes of us. All right. You guys want to head back to the chateau? I want to go home. I'm drunk. All right. Um, yeah, you, you leave the, leave the tavern. Um, seems all the bills and everything have been taken care of. Uh, make your way kind of through the town. Um, it's kind of, you know, kind of partly cloudy in the sky, but the moon's in, in, in the night and there's street lamps that guide your way. Um, as you make your way through the town of Turlin. Um, I will be sitting on the front porch since I'll get there before them. I don't want to be disrespectful and enter the house without the master there. Gotcha. Okay. And I'll say there's maybe a half hour difference between um, when you get there and then when they get there. Um, And you guys are just walking, right? I don't think you guys have any any mounts yet. Um, No, I was hoping, like, I was thinking if there was somebody, maybe we could hire somebody to take us back. But otherwise, we walk, we enjoy... Yeah, this company, the moonlight. Of course, I brought a bottle with us to pass around and share stories. (laughs) I mean, if you wanted to try and find someone that had a carriage um, that, you know, you you see a a number of those on the streets. Um, You know, after a few minutes, you can find somebody easily enough. Uh, And I'm enjoying the the evening stars and gathering whatever I can from them. Nice. And I know that Scory is kind of like a, a you know, a sailing man. He he's familiar with the weather, so I'm trying to show off by using my weather sensibility. And and you know, as we're walking back, enjoying the natural air. So so yeah, did did you want to try and find someone to take you there, or did you want to go? On I'm foot? happy just walking okay. on foot. Yeah, same uh, on foot. Yeah, um, we're really? too drunk to to find a carriage. And, and, <laughs> am I sobering up at at, at all? If if you're not drinking, then yeah, you're you're sober enough. Sweet. Okay, good. Yeah, I stopped drinking a while ago. Okay, um, definitely have chain help support. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Riff, as you're 
headed back, uh, walking through the moonlight and the, uh, the night sky. You get to the bridge um, just before the, the mansion. Okay. Um, and you see on the bridge, there are two Kenku. Hmm. Uh, one of them is kind of slumped over on the side with two wounds and it's bleeding out onto the bridge. And the oh. other one is just kind of lump slumped over the edge and just kind of, you know, kind of breathing heavily. Just. <gasps> okay. I, I mean, I would run up to them and, 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 you know, uh, I, br- I break out my chucks and I've got them, you know, under, mm-hmm. so I'm ready to strike. But yeah. like I run over to him and, uh, I go, and I'm looking around. I'm like, what happened? What happened? And I'm, but I'm keeping like a vigilant eye. And Give me it, a perception check. Okay. And like what, they're filled with arrows or they've been stabbed? What was it? Um, the one that's on the ground bleeding, you can tell, you know, as you get closer, um, is, is dead. Seems to mm. have taken some sort of wound to the, to the gut. 14. Um, 14. Uh, and the other one kind of like turns, you know, to try and defend itself, uh, but doesn't have a lot of strength and just kind of kind of like holds a sword at you and uh, you, you kind of take a look around. Um, you don't see much in the general vicinity. Um, looks I, like I offer it some water from my canteen. Like I pull uh, out my canteen. Oh, gotcha. Just... Yeah, yeah. Um, it drops the sword and just kind of takes the water and, okay. and drinks some. Wow. <laughs> And looks kind of at the it's it's dead cohort there, and it's just looks at you. Uh, let's see here. There's and they don't speak common, right? They just mimic. No, uh-uh. you haven't. You haven't really heard them speak. They just mimic. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, in my head, I go. This worked once before, so I'm gonna do a silent speech and try to talk to it in its head. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm just gonna ask it like, "What happened?" It kind of like looks at you and kind of tilts its head. And, like I pointed at me, but. What? We're going to take everything they had. We're, we're going to take everything they have. Well, no, they won't be here. No, they won't be here. I, I leave. I, I say to, I look at it and I, and I, and I say, keep the water. I'll be back. My friends are coming. Tell them robbers in the house. That's what I want you to say. When you see my friends coming and like, I describe my friends. Robbers in the house. Robbers in the house. Tell him I'm in there. Robbers in the house. And I dash towards the house. Okay. So yeah, you you start dashing towards the house. And uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for today's episode. Nice. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I've been your DM, Alex, to my right. I have. Dash is Wolf. Bentley Michaels is Raphirian Nightmeadow. Red is Zephyrus. Kale with Scory. Milo is bold. Go ahead and grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Thank you. 
Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.